I woke up the other morning feeling a little sluggish. I thought I had a good night's sleep, but that sluggishness carried on throughout the day. I wasn't very productive, and in a way, I felt like I may have let my team down because I simply couldn't bring it. My guest today, Riley Jarvis, is an internationally renowned sleep consultant who has helped high performers achieve more out of their personal and work life using cutting-edge scientific lab testing strategies and techniques. Riley is also the author of the Sleep Solution System book and the host of Sleep Facade Hustlers podcast. Welcome the sleep consultant himself, Riley Jarvis, to Hindsight the Podcast. Quitting my job, going to see doctors, going to see specialists, and really not knowing what was going on with my body. Uh, turns out I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Our bodies haven't changed at all. It's just our external environment that has changed. And also we want to drink about 16 to 32 ounces of water when we first get up because we lose about that amount from, from our breath alone while we sleep. Hindsight is 2020. Hindsight is key. To learn that, you don't need no type of degree. Learn from the past, see what the present gonna be. I'm a wise man, look at these blessings on me. Hindsight is 2020. Hindsight is key. To learn that, you don't need no type of degree. Learn from the past, see what the present gonna be. I'm a wise man, look at these blessings on me. The Hindsight Podcast. Hosted by Lee Jones, the one and only, my homie, bringing the past to the present and affecting the future for the better. Welcome to the show, Riley. How are you doing? Thank you so much, Lee. Really appreciate you having me on today. I'm doing pretty well. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing doing great. I, You know, it's funny because I'm a little tired. Uh, <laughs> I, I uh, went out last night, got in about around two. I uh, had to wind down a little bit. Then my dog had me up at five thirty this morning to take him out. So, uh, so this this is a perfect uh, segue into this conversation, right? right? The importance hey. of sleep. So, how how are things uh, going with you? They're going pretty well. Yeah, I uh, I slept pretty good last night. I mean, I guess I have to. I have to stand up to my reputation when it comes to this kind of stuff. <laughs> but you know, I definitely do have those nights where I'm staying up later than I should. And, right. uh, you know, it's kind of cool. Like I've got these, we can talk about it, but I've got these tools in my toolbox. If I do stay up late, then I can take, you know, maybe it's a series of supplements or certain gadgets. And then, you know, that late night doesn't really affect me the next day. And so it's even gone to the point where, you know, oh. you're out with friends, they have a big hangover the next morning, but I don't. And so, you know, it's really been helping people with this and, you know, it's people think there's, you know, there's not, you know, of course, if you're up late, then you're going to be able to feel tired the next day. But if you do the right things, then you can feel a lot better than you you thought. Absolutely. Well, I'm, you know, hopefully you'll give me a few keys and and tips today uh, during this during this uh, interview. But I do want to first start off with your story, and you broke it down in five parts. Uh, your journey to why you started uh, investigating the um you know the mechanisms or the whatever the words you want to use uh, of sleep right how it actually works and, and the effects it has on the body so if you yeah. can just you know break down your story real quick and what led you to this on this journey yeah it's a really good question it's interesting with us coaches you know it all starts through our own personal transformation and that you know helps other people too and mine was no different you know about 10 years ago i was working in finance you know i went to that's what i went to school for is trying to follow my dad's footsteps 
and I went into finance because I just thought that's where the money was. And I didn't, it was probably for ego-based reasons, but <laughs> so I was in that, I was doing private equity and, you know, some investment banking and the hours were just, you know, so long, like 12 to 18 hour workdays most of the time. And I was in my early twenties at the time and, uh, you know, six months into the job up until then I was doing pretty good in school, you know, pretty good grades, high achiever, stuff like that. But then all of a sudden my health started to deteriorate. I started getting brain fog. I started to lose weight. I couldn't focus. I was drinking like four to five cocks a day and they just weren't doing anything anymore. And I didn't know what was going on with me. Like I actually thought it was going crazy and it was so weird because it was just sort of this overnight slow deterioration process that, you know, all these things around me just started to sort of fall apart. I was just making stupid mistakes at work. And anyway, it just went on. So I was about, you know, six, eight months into that job, I was forced to quit my job and, you know, quitting my job, going to see doctors, going to speak to see specialists, and really not knowing what was going on with my body. Uh, turns out I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease, which is basically infl uh, an inflammatory disease of your bowels kind of your mm -hmm. small tests and things like that. And there's a range, you know, sometimes people have to be put on a bag, but for me, you know, it was pretty serious and it was enough to, you know, give me all these symptoms. And uh, it was nice to have that, but unfortunately the side effects of the medication they were giving me was actually making me feel worse. And so I realized at that point, uh, you know, I was bedridden, my back against the wall. I had to take health into my own hands. And this is where I started oh, researching okay. hours upon hours a day just really understanding how does the body work? Like, how does our energy work? How do our hormones work? Our brain, like all the organs, how they communicate with each other through these fascinating, fascinating, you know, highways that, you know, that communicate with each other between the brain and just all these different systems. And then it was through that process, you know, masterminding with other people, spending tens of thousands of dollars on other doctors, pursuing my own education. I was able to put it into 100% complete remission a couple of years later. And then, you know, it's, it's just fast forward to, you know, helping friends, friends of friends um, through this whole sleep thing. Because sleep was really that piece that brought it all together for me. You know, I would try exercise. I would try, try diet. But once I got to sleep, that's when everything got so much better. So, you know, just helping people locally, built a name for myself. And now it's just expanded across the world where we now, you know, send lab tests to people and, and a bunch of other things to make them feel better. Not through the lens of a disease state. I just want to show what's possible with people, but more so for people who are a high performer, who are looking to get more done, who are looking to increase their deep focus throughout the day, more energy throughout the day, better relationships, less stress, higher stress resilience. Um, it goes on and on with a lot of this stuff. So yeah, happy to dive yeah. in. Wow. That's, that's a pretty remarkable story. And in part three, you were talking about, you, you, you titled it too much stuff. So most of us, we, we will, and I won't say most of us, I know I'll do it. So I'll just speak for myself. You know, there's a certain ailment, and the first thing you want to do is try to figure it out yourself, self-doctor yourself. And you, you talk yeah. about um, different supplements and gadgets that you tried. Walk, walk me through that just a little bit. Yeah, it's a really good especially question. The so one, probably, especially the yeah. ones that are collecting dust. <laughs> yeah, those are the interesting ones. Um, so, yeah, it was really cool. It was a fascinating journey at the same time, as much as it, you know, it was like hitting my head against the wall constantly, nothing seeming to work at times. I learned a lot of things from some of this technology and things like that too. So, you know, going back in time, I was really looking for something as the first gadget to really start, you know, monitoring, like, how is my biology actually responding? Like instead of me just guessing or journaling. Um, so it led me to, you know, yeah, I had the Apple watch, I had a Fitbit, but it was ultimately the Aura ring. And I still use that now that I think is the best one in the market today. And it's always changing. I'm always open to it, but you know, they just specialize within sleep. And uh, I think the Aura Ring is fantastic um, with all that stuff. And they're a pretty good price too. I mean, it's 300 bucks, but you'll have that for a lifetime. 
Um, right. So that's a really good one for tracking your sleep. Also, two other gadgets and different forms of software that I started using. You know, I got into something known as neurofeedback um, at the time. It's kind of like this game you play with your brain, and they kind of do a brain map to see like where are the holes in your biology. Now, this is very expensive. And this isn't isn't just a device you would buy at home. Um, right. But you know, I probably spent at least five thousand dollars on that, which you know seemingly helped a lot. But other gadgets that I would use would be an application called brain.fm that seems to work a lot. It's just an application on your phone that you can use in a sense frequencies into your brain as you wear um, headphones over your ears and it will induce either a relaxation state, a sleep state, a focus state, a creativity state. And uh, I've, I've used it honestly for the last five or six years with tremendous oh, wow. success. Um, so that's a really good one too. Um, you know, other things, you know, supplements, if, whether it's stress, um, something known as adaptogen. So um, ashwagandha, rhodiola, holy basil, um, different forms of ginseng, like Siberian ginseng, uh, Korean ginseng, um, uh, you know, those forms. Magnesium is very good. Uh, melatonin is good, you know, between 0.2 and 3 milligrams. You don't want to use, right. use too much over that. And again, check with your doctor with all this stuff. Uh, but that was really the supplement piece. And then, you know, implementing a lot of different things with my bedroom environment. So cool bedroom environment temperature, um, you know, getting the right mattress, elevating a cool little tip is if you elevate your, the head of your mattress where your pillow is by about three to five inches, you can actually improve your sleep quality because your glymphatic system to, will basically help with the drainage uh, to get out there and it can improve your REM sleep. Um, so, you know, it's just all these different things. Um, I've kind of gone all over the place with some of these tips here. No, but, that's you know, cool, bro. <laughs> these were just these were just a handful of things that I've used. But you know, from a high level view, it really came down to diet, came down to exercise, um, and it came down to sleep. You know, sleep kind of tied everything together. Um, but it, you know, with supplements, it was my bedroom environment and bringing all these things together because usually when we can't sleep well. It's, it's not a lack of a specific pill that we would get from a conventional doctor. It's usually, you know, all these different things happening at the same time. And if we think of our biology, it's kind of like a Jenga puzzle where, you know, all these systems are working together. But as we start to become more stressed, as we get more inflammation in the body, as our blood sugar becomes unregulated, and all these other variables that are basically called hidden stressors, you can think of taking like these Jenga, Jenga um, puzzle pieces kind of out to the point where eventually everything just comes crashing down at the same time, um, you know, because we have these weak, weak links in our biology. So, you know, there's obviously genetic components, components and stuff, but the more that we can rebuild a lot of these areas in a specific way, the, you know, the faster, you know, we can feel better so much more quickly where we don't need to rely on sleeping pills or any of these band-aid solutions like coffee or anything else. Um, because, you know, if our body was optimized and working as it should, we wouldn't, you know, manifest any of these symptoms of fatigue, of tiredness, of anything else. And so I usually like to look at symptoms as this downstream, you know, thing that we can look at to say, oh, there probably is something going on. And then if we can kind of go upstream to the root cause, then we can start really breaking down uh, what's happening. And people who have been suffering for about, you know, 10, 20, 30 years, they can get better within a matter of, you know, a couple months sometimes. So it's pretty amazing. Wow. So let me ask you a simple question. Because you didn't mention this in all of those tips. <laughs> you, I'm, I'm just curious. Uh, what is what is the, how do I word this question? Total darkness versus some light in the room, right? Which yes. is best for sleeping? And, and give me some 
reason, some science to why? Yeah, it's a really good question. So, you know, we really sleep it best in a cool um, and dark temperature. And ideally, we would want to make it so there would be no light coming into our bedroom where we, we, we basically would be able to see our hand in front of us. One place I was in a, you know, a couple of years ago was a basement suite. It was great. I mean, there was no window. So the day it wasn't good, but at nighttime it was perfect because it'd just be cool. It was like this cool, dark cave. And those were some of the best sleeps of my life back then. And so, but we have to be realistic at the same time. And the reason is because of that is we have to go back, you know, multiple thousands of years to our ancient nomadic ancestors where, you know, what were the forms of light? How were we living back then before this technology was all around us? Well, we were sleeping, you know, in a natural environment where the only forms of light sources were coming from a fire or it was coming from, you know, the night sky. But sort of since then, our bodies haven't changed at all. It's just our external environment that has changed and it's caused this mismatch between our biology and the outside world. And what that's causing is just our brains become overstimulated all the time and for our bodies to just become, you know, just not used to this environment. Um, you know, so essentially what we're trying to do is get back to our roots, get back as much as we can to this place where, uh, our bodies have been adapted, you know, within the, um, you know, the evolutionary environment as we've lived for thousands of years. And it takes us like yeah. extremely long amount of time to adapt to our current environment. So who's to say how long it will take for our bodies to adapt to our, to our modern environment. But all I can say is now is there's just a mismatch that's happening. So, right. so what we want to do, so what does that look like? How do we make our bedroom as, as dark as possible? You know, it is okay if some light is coming in, but it's all relative based on you. If somebody is used to sleeping in, you know, an environment where there is a lot of light, then, you know, chances are they're probably going to be okay. But if you put me, someone who's used to sleeping in a very dark bed environment temperature, even if there's uh, some light coming through, there is, you know, it'll definitely affect my sleep for sure. Um, and some other people too. So it's all relative, but at the same time, darker you make it, the deeper your REM sleep and your deep sleep can be at the same time. So blackout curtains is for sure number one. That's what you want to do. And, you know, going to your local curtain store, we want to look for a material that's, you know, it can be polyester. It can be um, a microfiber. And sometimes you want to you want to see what the rating is, but we want to block at least 90% plus of all light that's coming through from the outside. So that's one piece. The other piece is we want to block all light that's coming from electronics inside of our bedroom. The reason is, is because we, you know, even though our eyes are closed, we actually have these um, light receptors around our eyes called melopsin receptors that can actually detect light on a subtle level um, coming in. So that can affect our melatonin levels because any light that's coming through will decrease our melatonin, uh, which is our master sleep hormone, which will decrease our ability to get sufficient REM sleep and deep sleep and what we need to feel, you know, fully restored the next day. So, you know, those are really important points to consider. So if we can cover those things with, you know, tape, um, or turn them off. Um, sometimes people put their bedroom electronics on a timer each night, um, that just automatically goes off at 10 PM and then turns back on at 6 AM. That's another way to do it too. And then of course your electronics are very important at the same time. And, you know, a really good cheat code is, you know, just wearing blue light blocking glasses two hours before bed. My okay. favorite glasses, I tried a lot of them is called true dark is the brand and they're called the true dark twilight classics. Wow, what did they? What did you said before you go to sleep? You wear them. Yeah, about two hours before I go to sleep. What, what do they do? Just curious. So blue, yeah, it's a really good question. So blue light blocking glasses basically is so blue light will directly impact our melatonin levels and reduce our melatonin levels. And so what we want to do is have our melatonin levels before we go to bed as high as possible. And so how we do that is we we uh, reduce 
the amount of blue light that's coming into our eyes from our electronics, from our environment, from, you know, if we're watching TV or something on our computer before we go to sleep. And ideally we wouldn't want to have any of these, but, you know, being realistic, if we can just pop these glasses on a couple hours before bedtime, we can keep those melatonin levels before we go to bed buzzing high and we'll naturally feel it's kind of funny actually, because let's say we we're used to getting tired at about, you know, 11 PM before we go to sleep. When we wear these glasses, let's say we pop them on at 9 PM, we'll actually feel tired earlier. And that's an indication of when our body is actually ready to go to sleep. It's just because when we weren't wearing these glasses, we almost had this second wind effect that, you know, was kind of pushing, pushing our body into overdrive. Um, and that's why we go to sleep later. So it's very interesting when you start putting these glasses, a lot of my clients think, yeah, it's weird. I feel tired, like so much early in the day. Why is that? I, and then I'll tell them that's the sleep your body actually needs. And when it's naturally wanting to go to bedtime. Right. That's, that's, you know what I've heard about it is, well, the glasses anyway, as, as far as when you're looking at computer monitors and stuff like that, is that, is that the same? Yeah. The same yeah, thing? Okay. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, a, it's any, you know, blue light coming from electronics, your phone, gotcha. um, any of that stuff. Yeah. Okay. So I got a new application for it, right? Just to wear it before I go to sleep. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. All yeah, right. Yeah. Great. It's easy. <laughs> so, so, so here's the thing. We talked a lot about sleep and I appreciate all that insight, right? You've definitely gone and done your research um, and you know a lot about uh, the business of sleeping. Um, so you're helping others, CEOs, um, entrepreneurs, high performers, people who need to be productive, highly productive, and also creative to unlock their biology code and achieve sleep nirvana. Explain the yeah. biology code, uh, if you may. Yeah, for sure. So the process of something, this is a term that I coined called sleep nirvana. And mm -hmm. what sleep nirvana is, is we're really looking to achieve an end goal here. Like, why are we doing all this stuff in the first place? And I really like taking a subjective and objective approach. And so what the end goal is, is what sleep nirvana is, the ability to get to sleep within 10 to 15 minutes, stay asleep uninterrupted. That's like not waking up, going to the bathroom, waking up at all throughout the night for seven to nine hours. And then the ability to wake up without the need to take any cat coffee and just have an abundance of energy that lasts all day long. So that's really the end goal of what we're looking to achieve while we sleep. And so somebody's waking up in the middle of the night, they can't get to sleep. Well, they haven't achieved sleep nirvana yet. They've got close, but that still shows that there's some things that we can do to get there. In terms right. of the biological code for us to unlock it, I like to look at it as, you know, we're sort of the, the, the holes in our biology that's causing us to not achieve the sleep nirvana state. And once we can identify these, these holes and sort of unlock our biological code, so to speak, then everything will just start going the right direction because our, our bodies, as cliche as it sounds, are really like these beautiful flesh machines. It's that are basically, if we give it, if we give it the right inputs, it's going to give it, give us the right outputs. It's just so much of the time we're getting in its own way of just causing all these internal fires in our body through, you know, poor diet, inflammation. And so all of our body reserves that should be used to restore our body are constantly putting out the fire. So it never actually has a chance to fully restore. And so once we remove those fires um, mm -hmm. inside of the body and then add in what the body actually needs, it's kind of like a garden. Like you don't think of a garden full of weeds. You don't plant the seeds in that garden until you remove the weeds or else it's just gonna become this jumbled mess. So we remove the weeds first, we, we remove all the hidden stressors, and then we start adding in those seeds. And then that's where you see this beautiful thing 
grow and the body just feels so much better than it did before. Awesome. That's yeah, that's pretty amazing. Um, I know there are a lot of things that I probably should be doing right to to get better sleep uh, and take care of <laughs> take care of my body. I try, <laughs> you know, working out. Uh, uh, what is it called? Nutrition is probably not my strongest uh, strongest uh, ab. You know, mm-hmm. what do you call the strongest uh, method of yeah. being healthy? Right. I, I got yeah. an English muffin right here. I try to cut <laughs> out bread, but then I always find myself eating bread. So. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, so what what can uh, CEOs, entrepreneurs, high performers, what can they what what is the what are some takeaways or what are some things that they can achieve by understanding how their sleep works and employing employing some of these uh, techniques and methods and, and especially yeah. working with you? Yeah, absolutely. So it's a really great question. And, you know, CEOs or high performers or. I mean, we all need good, better sleep. So at this point, I'm, I'm really working for everybody. But really, you know, those those high performance are really my specialty. So what can people achieve? It's all based on what their goals are. And this is where we do at the beginning of any time I start working with somebody. Like, really, what are you looking to achieve? Are you looking to lose weight? Are you looking to do sleep because you think your health is dialed in, but you're just looking to optimize things? Like, are you like a biohacker type? And it depends on somebody's age, too. For example, like an established corporate CEO who's in their 60s or 70s, they're just looking for longevity. They're just looking to improve their joint health, uh, you know, Mm -hmm. just their overall blood markers with, you know, the annual checkup they have with their doctor once a year and things like that. Compare that to somebody who's in their 30s who's just looking to, you know, crank out as much work output every single day as much as they can. Um, There's really a range there. So I just want to show people that if it is, you know, sleep, in my opinion, is the answer to many of these things. In terms of, you know, Pareto's principle, for anyone that doesn't know, it's, you know, we achieve 80% of the results with 20% of the, of, you know, the, the work essentially. And how we do that is if we can find, you know, for us to be as efficient in life as possible, if we can find as many of these Pareto type principles, you know, as much as we can, we can really achieve just so much and make better use of our time. In my opinion, sleep is one of those things. I just, you know, I love to get so much done. I mean, I just, you know, different hobbies and everything else. And sleep was really that thing that was able to bring me to that place. And, you know, looking back, that Crohn's was unfortunate, but it's probably a blessing in disguise. So what can people achieve? One of them is that I, a lot of the clients that I work with is achieving an eight hour workday down to five or six hours. So shedding off a couple of hours each day, just because that deep focus is so much more on point. Now they have more free time to spend it, whether it's, you know, in self-development, whether it's with their loved ones, and things like that. So that's one piece is improving our time. Also is our energy. So throughout the day, our energy is so important for many things. It's for building relationships. It's for, you know, if we're doing a sales call, how is our energy coming across? Um, You know, our ability to go to the gym and maybe we're looking to build muscle. That's a big one as well. Uh, So that's the energy piece. The other one is just relationships that I touched on. So a lot of the time when we're not sleeping well, a lot of CEOs that I work with, they're just overly stressed in the office all the time, drinking, you know, three to four, five coffees a day on sleeping meds and other medications and they're just not happy people and it's reflecting in you know the relationships at home with their spouse with their children and they're really just looking to recover that and that was actually the one that surprised me the most i thought it was really going to be optimization with their energy but that was one that you know they would usually confess to me a lot of the time so being honest that's probably about 70 percent of um, things that people want to work on in addition to other things as well but that's a big piece other ones as well is just becoming effective leader if you're leading a team of you know 10 plus people 
you want to showcase yourself as an effective leader, both in your decision making and also your emotional intelligence. Yes, you know, your IQ is very important, how smart you are, how much you can get done. But, you know, it's ultimately teams that's going to build an empire. And through that is effectively managing teams, effectively managing relationships, not being short with your staff. I mean, there's a time and a place for that. But a lot of CEOs that I work with, they just yell at their staff all the time because they're, they themselves are just miserable people inside. So right. once we begin to improve that, it's just amazing how much better the world. I mean, the, the world reflects back at you what you give to the world, right? So if you can yeah. give, you know, you positivity and you know all these positive attributes then it'll give that back to you so these are some positive you know just some examples other people have just been pre-diabetic or they were overweight uh, you know we've been able to make them lose like 10 pounds within a month uh you know 60 mm-hmm. pounds within wow. a few months and you know sometimes there's people especially sometimes athletes who've had injuries you know they've been to physiotherapists um and they've just been dealing with for literally years and the specialists can't seem to heal them. But, uh, you know, once they improve their sleep, um, without diving too much into the science, there's something known as human growth hormone, HGH. And we get this human growth hormone release while we are in deep sleep. And so once we start optimizing their deep sleep and we maximize the release of this hormone growth hormone, all of a sudden, sometimes their injuries just go away and they don't know why they're like, yeah, I've been dealing with this for years and now I just don't feel it anymore. Now my productivity is higher within my athletic performance or now going to the gym, I could squat more than I used to, things like that. Also, you know, with people improving their genetic, you know, their hormonal profile, sometimes, especially men, their testosterone is lower than it should be. And this affects our drive or motivation, other things. So we can improve this by sometimes we can sometimes double their testosterone with a period of months. They're free in their total testosterone, you know, SHGB, albumin, and just all these different variables and factors. So, you know, I could go on and on with a lot of this stuff. Um, okay. But it's really amazing what sleep can do. And we're all sleeping anyway. So why not just make the right personalized tweaks and everything can move in the right direction? Right, right. So give me an, uh, give me a quick tip. Well, give me an example. So if someone came to you and said, hey, I'm just, I'm really having a tough time sleeping. Like what would be your first response or your advice? Yeah, great question. So I would look at first what does their routine look like throughout the day? What are they doing in the morning when they first get up? And what are they doing in the evening before they go to bed? Because these are the quickest low-hanging fruit things that we can start to look at. In addition to just their, their bedroom environment, mm-hmm. these are the things I would like to look at. So I'll give a couple examples. The evening routine, we want to make sure they're sleeping in a cool bedroom environment temperature. Um, you know, that would look somewhere between 65, 68 Fahrenheit and about, you know, 18 Celsius is a really good sweet spot. Super cold. And we also want, like I said before, a dark bedroom environment um, that we're sleeping in. Also, before bed, we don't want to eat any heavy meals. Um, You know, within about four hours before we go to sleep, this can affect our blood sugar level and our cortisol and a couple other things. Also, intense exercise, you know, four to five hours before bedtime, like heavy compound movements. We just want to be careful of that. Um, So, those are some of the biggest things I would say in the evening time is just low hanging fruit. We could definitely right. go deeper on some of that stuff, but those are the basics. For a morning routine, we want to expose our eyes to sunlight as soon as possible. A lot of people think sleep's all about the evening routine, but equally it's all about the morning routine because we want to tell our mind, our internal clock, when is it time to wake up? Because then it knows when is it time to get sleepy and when is it time to increase our melatonin to go to sleep and get to bed. And so what, it, what that looks like is when we first get up, we want to expose our eyes to the sunlight for about 10 to 30 minutes. 
as much as we can. Look up at the sunlight as much as you can, obviously without hurting your eyes um, and also without um, wearing sunglasses because a lot of people wear sunglasses that blocks that light. But light just mm. from the sun, especially just does so much for our body. It's, it activates um, telling our organs to come up, you know, back online. It's, it's certain hormonal processes to really start um, getting the day started. Um, so that's one thing there in the morning. And also we want to drink about, you know, I would say 16 to 32 ounces of water when we first get up, because we lose about that amount from, from our breath alone while we sleep. And then we want to have our first cup of coffee 90 minutes after we wake up. And it has to do with cortisol. Um, you know, cortisol is at its highest peak when we first wake up and it will start to take a dip after about 90 minutes. So if we can have our first cup of coffee 90 minutes after we wake up, we can actually get more of that energy throughout um, longer throughout the day without that crash happening. Wow, that's 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 amazing. I'm going to take all of that advice. So I appreciate. It. <laughs> so, so hey, uh, Riley, what what services do you provide for your clients? Yeah, so I offer a variety of services. Um, one of them is known as a sleep solution system, and it's a video based program. Um, where uh, we meet for twice a week, you know, the program's about 20 hours long where we're going through your diet, your lifestyle, your exercise, and, you know, there's handouts inside of there and everything that you can use. And it's all built in a systematic way and people have lifetime, lifetime access to, and I'm always updating it. That's my signature uh, product that I'm helping people with. And then, you know, twice a week, we'll meet in a group-based setting to really just help them achieve their goals. And a lot of the time, it's just working with people one-on-one um until they get their questions answered then we'll move on to the next person there's always group-based exercises we'll do too so that's one the other one is working exclusively one-on-one with me and with that it's called the executive sleep coaching experience and that's where i send lab testing kits directly to people's house via fedex anywhere in the world and what they do is they take a sample um it's either stool saliva or urine and through those, we'll be looking at about 800 biomarkers. So whether it's somebody's hormones, whether it's somebody's ability to make energy in their body, whether it's their body's toxic load, their brain neurotransmitters, their gut, maybe there's potential parasites, their genetics, really looking at all these different hit forms of hidden stressors um, to really get you know a look into under the hood of their biology to see what's going on. Kind of like a car, we can pop open the hood and we can run some diagnostics to see what's happening. And once people take a sample, they call FedEx, FedEx uh, picks it up the same day, it goes to the lab. And then within a couple of weeks, I'll review the results electronically. And then from that, we know exactly where the holes are in your biology. So now we can start taking a sniper-like approach to where those holes actually are. And from there, that's where people can get you know, better so much more quickly. Because instead of just throwing everything at the wall and guessing what's happening, we're actually testing and getting objective with it. And then I also send them an aura ring and I track their sleep every night. And so we combine all these different metrics together to really formulate, you know, what's happening, monitoring it regularly, making ongoing optimizations. And that's usually where the faster results can be achieved. But that's really for, you know, creme de la creme. Most okay. people though, the sleep solution system is is for sure more than enough. Okay. <clears throat> Awesome. Um, I hate when I say awesome. <laughs> it sounds like proud, right? I say it a lot. I need to get get better with that. Um, but have you have you written anything? Uh, anything that someone can pick up and maybe get some good yeah. tips? Or absolutely. So you can go to um, www.thesleepconsultant.com. T h e sleepconsultant.com. Um, on side of there as well, I have a book that people can download. Um, that was uh, one that I wrote a couple years ago. 
then I recently had updated it. Um, and there's some tips in there that are great as well. You can join the email newsletter where I'm, I'm publishing three pieces a week. So you always just get direct sleep tips directly to your inbox for free. That's a really good way to do it. And just, I'm just keeping you up to date with all the sleep um, intel that I bring in as well as um, there's blogs in there. Um, got a YouTube channel and uh, yeah, across all social media as well. Lots, lots of products. Hey, so you're doing a lot of work here. What do you do for fun? Yeah, it's a really like good question. Uh, <laughs> what I love to, so I'm out in Vancouver, British Columbia right now in the summertime and it's beautiful here. You know, it rains, you know, nine, nine uh, out of the 12 months a year. But um, so right now, you know, it's a lot of outdoor activities, going to the beach. You know, I love swimming in the ocean, um, bicycle, um, like doing yoga, you know, just all these fun and interesting activities. I uh, love reading, hanging out with friends. Um, you know, traveling is a super big one for me. I've got some family that's in Hawaii, just going to visit them. Um, wow. and you know, in the wintertime, snowboarding and stuff like that here, just, I, I just love the outdoors so you much. You do it all. You do it all. I see. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing. So yeah. where, where, are you, where are you from? You said you're in Vancouver. Where, where are you from originally? I'm originally from Canada. Um, in oh, you are from Canada. Canada. Okay. I'm originally from Canada. Um, yeah, some people can tell from my accent when I say about sometimes, but no. <laughs> I can't pick it up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, originally from Canada, but yeah, I love to travel. Uh, most of my clients are based in the USA, but that's where it's right. nice, you know, being able to work virtually, um, uh, pretty much anywhere, anywhere in the world. Absolutely. So, so what did I miss? What did I miss or something that you, you know, uh, a question I didn't ask you that you'd love for the audience to hear right now? Yeah, you know, I think we covered a really good foundational basis of some tips that people can take with them. Um, if right. they go to my website, all those resources are there. I would just say this is, you know, just looking at it from a high level view, something that's helped me and just other people as well. And, you know, one, I think I got this piece of advice from somebody and I really just ran with it early on in my journey was if you focus on the internal first and the external second, that is so much better instead of prioritizing the external first and the internal second. And so what does that look like? So there's a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs I've worked with, who are so fixated on external things such as business strategy, reading the next book, doing everything else, different tools. You know, these are all amazing. These are all great. These can really help us. But in a way, you know, if we if we prioritize that and we don't focus on the internal, we you know, we're going to be burning the candle from both ends pretty quickly compared to if you can focus on your internal biology, your health, so where, you know, you're just, all your reserves in your body are just completely overflowing, which is so much, you know, an abundance of energy focus, um, you know, a Zen-like mind, everything will mm -hmm. just come so much more effortlessly to you that when you do decide to add these external things, such as tools, business strategy books, or whatever you want to read, they will just, you know, it'll just be magnitude by, by a factor of 10. Um, and you know, if you can focus on the internal, one thing that you'll start to find is before you may have noticed you were just always stressed out. You're trying to make money, you're trying to make deadlines and everything else. And once you make kind of the switch over to the new side, you kind of become version U 2.0, where now you're still doing those things. You're still attaining those deadlines, but in like half the time sometimes, and you know, just it, everything just comes way more effortlessly and, um, way easier to you when you're just able to function on just more of a much a much more optimized state excellent i like it the inside out i love it all right huh oh, i thought i cut you off 
Hey, Riley, I really appreciate all the information. Um, you've really educated me on on just sleep, and I'm going to go back and re-listen to this before I even put it out, right? Just so I can get some of those tips. Um, <laughs> anybody favorite. out there, be sure to to go to thesleepconsultant.com and sign up at a minimum for the newsletter, but take a look at the website. He's got tons of information on there. It's a great website, uh, lots of information. Um, and thank you so much, Riley. Much success um, with what you do. Hopefully, I'll be a client at some point. I got to get my ducats together, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my so, pleasure, Lee. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It was really a pleasure. And uh, yeah, I'm sure uh, I hope you got some out and uh, the listeners did, too. Absolutely. Hey, you take care. Yeah, you as well. We'll talk soon. Bye. All right. Bye. All right. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Hindsight is 2020. Hindsight is key. Hindsight is key. To learn that, you don't need no type of degree. Learn from the past, see what the present gonna be. I'm a wise man, look at these blessings on me. Hindsight is 2020. Hindsight is key. To learn that, you don't need no type of degree. Learn from the past, see what the present gonna be. I'm a wise man, look at these blessings on me.